Hello and welcome to week two of the 2022 Bet MLS season. I am Daniel Robertson, Dero. He is Ben Bear, the Oso at Ben Bear 87. 87 that's 89 89 i am uh and i am at daniel underscore rob 27 on twitter give us a follow give at bet mls underscore follow ben it was pretty good week one um you know i feel like our reads were pretty spot on we gained a unit overall um what even more than that because i also played san jose red bulls because that was the most obvious play of all time and we're gonna have another one doesn't count towards our podcast standings here but Clearly, I played that, and obviously, you won. And we're going to have another one of those today, probably, uh, as well. But overall, you know, pretty good week. Pretty solid reads. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, it's a little RSL had that had that set piece at the end, and Pablo Ruiz ah. decided to just sky it 30, 30 feet over the bar for some reason, which I can't figure out. It's a perfect set piece situation. Uh, that game had nothing in it, and it was just, you know, whoever was could maybe clip a winner. So I'm not going to be too disheartened by that. Toronto, Dallas, we know what the XG was. Um, we know Hader O'Brien is not a good finisher. Nope. And if he finishes one of his, he had think I believe he had two or three big chances. I think it was technically two, but well, the real uh, one is Jesus Ferreira. When you, you know, I, yeah. I was talking to some friends. When you sign that million dollar DP contract, that chance you miss in the 88th minute. Uh, if you, if you, if you were in a city that actually cared about the local soccer team, you'd be getting ripped right now because. You sign the million-dollar contract, things change. But, uh, hey, you know, when you look at – we both missed our dogs, but they were both 0-0. Both could have gone either way. You give me plus 250 on games that can go either way, you're going to come out ahead on that uh, over a season. And, yeah, I mean, really, uh, that that San Jose Red Bulls over, the most obvious bet ever. Uh, We said it should be probably over three and a half. Ended up with four goals. I think the XG combined was five. Um, we'll, we'll, you know, a little preview. We're going to have another pick for, for San Jose this, uh, this week, both hit our goal scores. So yeah, pretty good week overall. Um, Ben, one thing I wanted to point out before we get into our picks for week two is one of the classic things as you head into week two is overreactions to week one. And if you look at week one last year, okay. Uh, NYCFC lost to DC United in week one last year. Uh, Portland lost to Vancouver last year uh, in week one. Vancouver, and this was before they fired their coach and got on their hot streak. This was a Vancouver team that was terrible. The pre-Gold uh, Sartini era. Yes, some, and Brian White as well. And, and Brian White as well. So And uh, Brian White. Don't, don't overreact to week one, right? No, no. I mean, week one is is not something that we need way. It's all about sample size. Yep. And you need at least three, four or five games to know anything about any of these teams. So, you know, we're, I'm looking, I'm looking, it's going to be interesting once you hear my first pick, but I think it's, I think it just, you can't overreact, but you know, you can take little bits of pieces of, of information here. Yeah. And, and I think you're going to notice the theme in all, in a lot of our picks this week is kind of going contrary to uh, what happened in week one in some ways and trying to find some of that value there in the overreactions to week one. So Let's get right into it. Uh, you faded this team last week. Now they're home. Uh, let's hear your uh, favorite of the week. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I went against Toronto FC, and I think my logic was pretty sound last week. Sure. Uh, they were a mess at did, the back. Look, they were a mess at the back. 
they're a mess at the back, but they did have a lot going forward. There could have been a penalty. I was yeah. a little surprised they took that away. Yeah. I mean, that's Me not something you expect an MLS VAR to take away. Uh, considering and the FC you know, Dallas they, goal was offside. The buildup to the FC Dallas goal was offside. There's no question. Not the yeah, actual I mean, pass. Probably but the pass it's close, but that, but that's but that's the other side of MLS VAR <laughs> where if it's that close, they usually give it sure. tied to the goal to tied to the goal. So look, I, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. So I still think it was a decent read, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was me for Toronto FC. Look, they're going home. They're playing against a Rebels team, which I don't really think you can take anything away from what happened last week. Nope. That like that game shouldn't even count for the Rebels. <laughs> it was just a complete mess. San Jose has no idea what they're doing this year. Uh, Rebels are going in to this game. They don't have Christian Caceres, which I think is a pretty big loss for them yep. in midfield. They're pretty thin now. Uh, in that midfield. And again, we can't really take anything away from what happened. Toronto is plus 140 at home. Yeah. That is a huge number. I know they were, again, they were bad last year. They're playing a lot of kids this year, but they actually look pretty decent. You know, 1.7 XG on the road is a very high number. Uh, look, there could be a mess at the back, but I don't really think the Rebels have the players right now to take advantage of that. You know, Lucinius is not going to be playing in this game. Uh, the Ashley Fletcher will not be playing in this game. And again, Caceres played a high role for them last week, you know, high up in the midfield, and they're gonna have to replace him in that in that respect. And look, I don't, I mean, I know Clay Miles scored last week, but I don't really trust him. And I think you know, Toronto's coming in with a little bit of confidence. I think coming into this game after seeing that they were, you know, ac- actually able to compete last week yep. against a team I think in FC Dallas, which I think is gonna be a really good team this year. Yeah, no, I I agree. And yeah, you look at it; it's basically a, a flip a coin uh, right now with the odds. Actually, Toronto is even plus 150 at one book I'm seeing. So, so shop around a little bit, but uh, yeah, I like that pick. And I, again, I like going contrary to week one, which I think is, is the play here. Um, I'm going to be doing a similar thing. I'm taking a team that got beat in week one. I'm going to be taking sporting Kansas city. They are at home to the Houston dynamo sporting is minus one Oh five. Now this to me makes absolutely no sense them being this high of, uh, you know, basically being even money at home. In any capacity, Sporting Kansas City, even money at home, I think is a nice uh, play, no matter who they're playing pretty much. Uh, Houston has not won in 26 road matches, okay? Almost two full seasons since Houston has won on the road. They looked terrible. I mean, they, they have nothing going forward right now. I, I don't, this guy, Ferreira, obviously they signed Hector Herrera. He'll come in, not that he's necessarily an attacking player uh, so much, but uh, don't really know what they've got in this Ford Ferreira. Since the start of 2018, the Dynamo are 5-42-14 and 14 on the road. They've lost 69%, very nice number, of their matches on really the road. Nice. <laughs> very nice. They've lost 69% of their road matches, and you're basically giving me even money for Sporting Kansas City at home. Now, another stat I'll give you. And by the way, I pulled these from the Sporting Kansas City website. Shout out to SKC putting really nice content on their website. A lot of teams don't do that. Um, since the start of 2021, Sporting is 18-0-0 when they have scored at least two goals. The Dynamo have allowed at least two goals in seven of their last eight road games. So even money here, I'm going to be taking this. Uh, I, think, I think this is a really nice number. There's one other thing really interesting to this match. The, the side uh, story to this one that's flying way under the radar. Who is the coaches at, who are the coaches at Houston Dynamo? Paulo Nagamura and Jimmy Nielsen. Returning back to Kansas City, you think there's going to be a little extra for this one with, uh, you know, with, with Peter Vermes? I think there is. I think he's going to want this one. I think his players are going to want this one. 
Um, I think there's a little bit extra here. Give me sport in Kansas City. Your thoughts on that real quick. No, I like that play. I was definitely looking at that one when I was when I was going through it. Look, I'm not sure you can go back and say seven of the last eight road games in terms of giving up goals. Steve sure. Clark is going to be, it's last I season. think, a lot better goalkeeper than what they've had in the past. Sure. And, you know, uh, Hadibe is, you know, kind of showing himself to be a decent player in this league. We'll see. Um, I like the play. And, yeah, I, I think PV is, can definitely get into Paulo's head and – and he, he, know, he, he knows what he's going to be seeing. Uh, you know, it's also vice versa, but I'll trust PV over, over a rookie, you know, a guy who hasn't really had much success as a head yes. coach. Yes. So uh, those are our Moneyline picks of the week. Uh, I'd say let's switch it up. Let's go to the dog now. Um, I'm going to let you lead off on this one, even though we probably both, well, I know we both had our eyes on the same dog. We'll get into that in a second. We'll keep the listeners around. Let's hear your pick first. Yeah, we're going to go uh, – Chicago and Orlando, Chicago home, first home game with Shakiri. Mm-hmm. They looked okay, you know, not that great, but they're playing against, you know, a team I think that we all think is going to be maybe the worst. Well, not the worst because Cincinnati is the worst, mm-hmm. but one of the worst teams in the league uh, this year. So yep. it was a, you know, not much to take away from it. Orlando looked really good. They went two nothing. Well, uh, I was it was two nothing, right? It was the final two score. Nothing, two nothing. I mean, they rolled. Yeah, it, it was, yeah they, it, they 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 rolled Montreal. Montreal obviously coming off the CCL. So nothing. look, it was a good result, but you have kind of have to take it with a little bit of a grain of salt, considering what Montreal was going through the past the, the week before. But look, they looked good. You know, Pato with a goal, getting some confidence there. Yep. Uh, and we're looking at the number here. Yeah. That's a, this is really the most important thing. I got it in one bucket, three fifty. For Orlando. Wow. 350 is a huge number for a team like Orlando, which, you know, came into the season. Their futures odds were in some books were pretty low. And I think we discussed this last week. Fast starters, um, too. Fast starters. Yeah. And yeah, they typically get a, get off the fast start. You give me 350 against <laughs> a Chicago team, which we really don't know anything about at this point. I'll take it. Yeah. And, you know, one of the other things I wanted to point out, and I'm going to mention this on my play, is that both of our plays last week, Look, if you don't want to go, you know, a full unit on a, on a big number, look at double chance because Orlando double chance is even money right now. Even money against a Chicago Fire home team that I don't have their home record off the top of my head. I don't think they won eight home games last year, uh, you know, so yeah. it, you're giving me Orlando double chance, maybe a half unit on each um, that, you know, that, that way you're, you're kind of uh, hedging your bet a little bit. If, if it does end in a draw, you're, you're breaking even on that. Um, yeah, I like that pick. Uh, my pick is going to be going up to the Northwest, fading a team that got, look, they, they got beat worse than any other team in week one. There's no way of getting around it. Not any other team. Well, I guess, yeah, since he got, since he got, actually, that's again, are we point. counting since he's an MLS <laughs> team? I guess that's <laughs> yeah. the real question. Uh, not counting USL teams. We'll go, uh, we'll, we'll go the Vancouver Whitecaps. Okay. The Whitecaps are at home against, uh, and, and this is all about the circumstances around the game too. So the Whitecaps are at home, just like last week when we talked about Orlando playing against uh, Montreal, maybe in the middle of the season, you wouldn't love that play. But right now, uh, the Whitecaps are at home against NYCFC. Uh, I believe NYCFC has stayed on the West Coast. They haven't posted a lot of content on their social, but it looked like there were mountains in the photo they posted from training yesterday. No, really no doing some good sleuth work here. This is no, no mountains on the East Coast. Uh, so I think they stayed, uh, they stayed on the West Coast. But again, this is about the number. So I actually got this earlier this week at plus 275. I thought this would move even more. Right now, the Whitecaps are plus 255 at home 
to NYCFC. Now, look, look at the power rankings. NYCFC, probably one of the top two or three teams in the league. Vancouver's not. But this is all about the circumstances again. Vancouver, they've got to go straight from this game, evening game on the, you know, up in Vancouver, fly all the way to Guatemala. Less than 72 hours later, they're playing their CCL game in Guatemala, which is obviously going to be uh, the, you know, the emphasis for them. Uh, they didn't really have much going forward against LAFC uh, last weekend. But also, the Whitecaps yeah, aren't exactly. bad, okay? Like, we're not, we're not talking about a Whitecaps team. They're better than they showed against Columbus. They were 10-4-3 and three at home last year. They won seven out of their last nine home games last year. Uh, they're a good home team. And I feel like this line should be closer to, like, plus 140, plus 150. So if you're giving me the Whitecaps at plus 255, and by the way, I'm playing a half unit on that, and I'm playing a half unit on Whitecaps double chance, which is minus 125. I don't see the Whitecaps losing this game. I, I really don't. Um, I think they win this game. By the way, one other thing I want to throw out there on this one. If you play a halftime full-time result in the scenario that the Whitecaps come out strong, take a 1-0 lead at halftime, and then NYCFC brings on Tati, maybe brings on a couple of attacking players and pulls out a draw, the halftime full-time result for Whitecaps leading at halftime, draw full-time is 14-1, to Okay. That is a scenario I can see happening. Uh, I know you like this pick as well. Yeah, we, I think we're both. I mean, the number is crazy. I mean, yeah. that's all. We're, I mean, what else is there to talk about? The number is crazy. It's a home team, NYCFC. We don't really know what kind of team they're going to be bringing out here. Uh, look, it's just a crazy number. Plus 255. Yeah, we're going to take it. So uh, next one here, we are going to go to our total. And this is an opposite of what you played last week. Again, um, which I like. I like this pick. I was kind of targeting uh, this as well for, for a few different plays. Um, we are going to go well, to... Well, it's kind of opposite, but also kind of not opposite. Sure, sure. Uh, 75,000, I think, expected at this one. Fox, yeah. big Fox. Let's hear it. Yeah, we're going to Charlotte. Look, it's kind of... it's You know, we were betting against Charlotte to score last week is what sure. we were really doing. We could have gone, I guess, under Charlotte. I don't even look at that number, but I think it was probably better to do both teams not to Played score. It right. it's probably, it was right. probably the better number to go with. Uh Look, we're going to Charlotte hosting the Galaxy. Galaxy didn't really show that much on the attacking end. But Charlotte's, you know, I think they're going to be kind of a mess at the back. <laughs> yeah. uh, for Literally. I don't even know how long for the whole day. I mean, it could be seeing Cincinnati situation. Look, they're probably going to be playing low block. Uh, they'll continue to play low block until they have any sort of attacking threat at all. But in the first game, you think they're going to play defensive in the very first exactly. game? So they're, they're going to come out. Look, they're going to come out in front of 75,000 or whatever it's going to be. Uh, we're going to play over two and a half. It's minus 116. You know, it's kind of a bet against the Charlotte defense. But look, it's a team usually score in these, in these kind mm-hmm. of games. I, I would go back and you, know, you can go back to a lot of games. Cincinnati, even Nashville. They, in their home opener, they scored three goals, I think. I think Nashville, Portland, Atlanta was, was like 2-1. Yeah, it was, you know, th- these games typically have goals in them. It's typically, you know, I think Nashville, Atlanta was 1-1, which is, you know, wouldn't win this. But I think, look, the home team is probably going to score. And I think with the way that Charlotte is built, they're liable to give up. Douglas Costa, you think Douglas Costa is going to be looking at that? Pizzerito, I think, can have a lot of fun with his backline as well, I'm going to say. Uh, so we're going to go over two and a half, minus 116. I looked at a lot of other bets. Um, I just didn't like the numbers on a lot of them. Yeah. But minus 116 is a good number for, for, for this kind of bet. 
I agree. I was looking at the team total, maybe like a Galaxy over one and a half or even a Charlotte over one and a half, but uh, it didn't really, wasn't really good enough for me. Um, yeah, I like this pick too. And uh, both teams, the score I think was like minus 150, which is a little too juiced for me. I think uh, I think this one has 2-1 either way uh, written all over it, but it could be a shootout. If there's one game they're not going to play defense in, it's this one in front of 75,000. They're going to want to get the goal. Uh, so yeah, I like that pick. I'm uh, going straight back to the well on San Jose. Um, I'm playing both teams to score and over two and a half goals. San Jose Columbus, that comes in at minus 105. Um, why is there any reason to believe that San Jose is going to be better this week defensively than they were last week? There's none. I don't think anyone would say that the and Red Bulls. Nathan is now out for another uh, loss. Six weeks. That, that We mentioned they're playing like a 3-6-1. It was a disaster. Uh the Red Bulls are, we, I think anyone would say Columbus is a better attacking team than the Red Bulls are. And if the Red Bulls could get three and a half XG, like, like the three goals they scored was not a fluke. They should have scored more goals. Yes. And, and San Jose's, I th- San Jose's goal was a little bit lucky, but I do think San Jose will, will find a way to score. They're a decent attacking team. Um, I don't see Columbus uh, getting a shutout in this one. So again, uh, oh, both teams to score over two and a half. Um, I think this, look, if you just want to play the over, I think this should be over three and a half again. Um, I'm going to have another pick on this game, uh, before we should yeah, get into the other pick. But, yeah. So, so we'll, we'll roll straight into that. And by the way, another pick I like, keep an eye on this one, um, under the under in Colorado, Atlanta, which, which goes into your pick, but it might snow in Colorado this weekend. The forecast has 60% snow. Keep an eye on that on Saturday morning. Um, I'm not going to play it until I see what the forecast is, but the uh, the under in Colorado, Atlanta, look at that one. So my goal scorer for this week, we went 2-0 last week on the goal scores. Luis Araujo only played like 25 minutes, and I still got uh, still got the hit there. You capped it perfectly where Austin was going to hit. Basically, if you played an Austin attacker besides Maxi Rudy, who, who wasn't actually doing the goal scoring, he was doing the hard work. But if you played an attacker in, in, uh, in, in the Austin game, uh, and by the way, Estrada for DC playing at, at uh, Cincinnati this weekend. He's plus 155. I would take a look at that one, but that's not my pick. Uh, I'm going with Miguel Berry. So I'm normally, I only put a quarter unit on this one. I like this so much. I'm putting a half unit on it. Miguel Berry plus 245 against that San Jose back line. Are you kidding me? This guy scored in four of his five, and Matt Doyle's going to love this pick. This guy scored in four of his last five games uh, in MLS. He was red hot in the year last year. Okay, his goal uh, was a little fluky uh, last weekend against uh, against Vancouver. I think it had some deflections, but I would love to know. I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm too lazy to go back and look at this, but I would love to know what has been the uh, stats of like a target forward against San Jose over the last uh, basically under in the um, uh, Almeida era. But I'm going to take uh, Miguel Berry here at plus 245. I was also looking at um, uh, Zeller Ryan was like plus 195, which is another play I love. Like, shoot, play both of them. You're probably going to hit one of them uh, and, and, and profit there. So, yeah, Miguel Berry, that's going to be my pick. Let's hear, uh, let's hear your goal score for the week. Yeah, you already mentioned it, basically. Look, I'm, look, I'm just looking at the weather. It doesn't look like it's going to snow. I don't, I, it was 60% I, I don't know last where you're saying 60% here. I don't know. But he could be making that up. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Joseph. Look, I think, you know, Arujo's out. Moreno is questionable. So, you know, this could be a little bit of a dicey pick. But, look, I think Colorado has shown there can be a little bit of a, a gappy situation going on. He's going to take their Colorado. PKs. 
they seem to be giving up a little more goals than you would expect from their performance from last year. Uh, so at the number of plus 190 for Joseph Martinez. Great number. It's a really good number for Joseph. You know, we have PKs as a possibility here, which is huge. And look, at the number. I looked at a lot of other players. Again, you know, we're, we do our due, due, due diligence. Um, you can't see it, but I'm currently wearing an, L, an LAFC jersey. Okay. That's a that's a team I looked at first. The numbers on Vela and Arango were just very bad, and I wouldn't take that because yeah. I think Vela was at close to minus 200, which is kind of crazy. Uh, so I looked at a lot of other players. You can look at you know who who's playing who Cincinnati playing this week. I forgot. Uh, Cincinnati's playing DC, so that's why I mentioned Estrada. Oh yeah, Estrada. Yeah. Goals. So, but yeah, I don't know. He scored two goals last week, and he didn't score at all for uh, an entire season. So I don't know if I trust that. But yeah, <laughs> Cincinnati could be liable to give up some more goals. Maybe look at a you know at a D, at Edison Flores or somebody like yeah. that as well. Uh, but look, I, I think when you look at it, Joseph a plus one ninety is too good too good of a number for me to to give up on. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna go to um, last week. I actually did do a half unit for Drizzy. Um, this week it's going to be back to as usual a, a, a quarter unit here. Yep, yep. I like the play. So, uh, so yeah, that's eight plays for this week. We like them. Uh, again, you know, look at the lines. I thought it was actually outside of these a, a generally tough board. I had a lot of plays last week actually that all went pretty well for me. But this week, I think outside of these, really nothing stands out to me. I'm probably well, going to I think avoid you know else. the books are still learning what is going, you know, what is going on right now uh, with the league. And, you know, maybe there's, there's some lines that I think if you look at them, they maybe even overreaction a little bit. So last week, you know, if you look at Austin's line, I think yeah. it's a little bit high uh, for what it really should be SKC's line, which I think we're both going to take advantage of. They overreacted to that a little bit, maybe. Um, so there's a little bit of overreaction. We'll, we'll hit a little bit. You know, this could be an advantage or, you know, if we, I think we need to pick your spots as I think we are right now. For now, and then I think maybe the board will either open up or really shut down. It's, you know, it's going to be difficult once we hit, you know, next week is going to be another CCO yep. in between CCO games uh, type of situation. So it's going to be a little bit, it'll be interesting over the next few weeks how it shakes out. Absolutely. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in this week for Bet MLS. Good luck with your picks, and we will see you next week.